Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. There are so many different issues that people have with their hair, right? It is not a one-size-fits-all situation. And by the way, my hair is almost as moody as me. I have a different issue every month, okay? Way wants to give you the confidence to live your life your way, especially on wash day. Whether your strands are fine, medium, or thick, Way has shampoo and conditioner that's your type. From volume and shine to deeply hydrating, Way helps you find your way to good hair days every single day. Shampoo and conditioner made to nourish every hair type and tackle exactly what your hair is lacking. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you a lift without weighing you down. In between fine hair and thick hair problems, wash your way to a happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. Want moisture so rich you'll need a prenup? Give your thick strands the hydration they deserve with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Not sure what your type is? Take the hair quiz to find out. Stock up and save on your favorites with 32-ounce shampoo and conditioner refill pouches. So you guys know I have used Way for a long time. I am obsessed because, like I said, my hair, it goes through different phases. Sometimes it's kind of dry, and then I'm using a hair mask or the Way hair oil that I'm obsessed with. Sometimes I got a little dandruff, so I'm using the Way dandruff shampoo. I love that it's not one size fits all and you can have different shampoo and conditioner for different phases that your hair is in. You guys know I am always on a hair journey, which is why I love Way because it's part of my journey. Wash your way to healthier hair with shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code METINKS for 15% off your entire purchase. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com code METINKS. Where are my dress girls at? Need a dress for a wedding this summer, a vacation, or just a comfy dress to survive the heat in? Hill House Home has you covered with fashions that make you feel and look good. Hill House Home invented the viral nap dress, which has got the most flattering and comfy fit with their signature smocking. And all of their dresses are so versatile, you guys. You can wear the same dress you'd wear running to the grocery store during the day to a dinner party that night. Impress your coworkers with dresses that are perfect for the office, too. Also, Hill House Home has more than dresses. They've got amazing bedding with fun prints, super soft robes, and pajamas, swimwear, and shoes, too. Plus, they've got stuff for babies and kids if you want a matching moment or need a baby gift. You'll love the tiny robes, onesies, and PJs you can monogram. I always get my friends who just had babies. I get them Hill House Home gifts because everybody loves them and they are just so cute. Now you can get 15% off your order of $100 or more at hillhousehome.com with code TINKS15. That's code TINKS15, TINKS and the number 15 for 15% off your order at hillhousehome.com. 
Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tanks. I am so excited for today's episode because I have a guest. Um, She's not a guest, she's my friend and we're gonna talk about sex. I just thought for our long-awaited sex episode, I need it, I thought it'd be more fun to have a conversation and Lindsay is an incredible friend. She's one of the smartest people I know. She has an amazing podcast. If you guys haven't listened to it, you absolutely should called We Met at Acme. And I remember when she started it, I remember listening to it for because we had mutual friends. I didn't know her personally at that point and thinking this girl really has her finger on the pulse of dating, of sex, of relationships. She asked the most interesting questions. She's so well-informed and so open and that's part of the reason that I wanted to have her on for this episode is because she is so sex positive and so not judgmental and I think that's why her interviews are so amazing because she really just does draw it out of people because you just want to tell her things um and by the way you guys always ask me well who do you ask her advice Lindsay's definitely one of the people that I call on for dating advice for sure because she's she just knows a lot and she's she has strong opinions loosely held so we love that over here hi Lindsay welcome to the pod hi thank you for having me we're so excited so okay it's me there isn't going to be a lot of structure but I do have a list of the some of the most asked sex questions that my followers ask me and we do talk about sex, but I don't I don't talk about it, I think, as much as you. And I wanted to have a whole episode where we can kind of debate. Oh, one more thing. I love sometimes me and Lindsay disagree. Yeah. And you know what, guys? We're still friends. Isn't we that do. cool? It's OK to disagree. It's OK to disagree. And, and that's a beautiful thing. So hopefully we can have some interesting conversations. Yes. Um, I feel like you've been having a lot of sex recently. <laughs> You know what, guys? I'm so delirious from Fashion Week. I'm just going to tell you, I'm having the best sex of my life. <laughs> it's the best? It's the best. I can see, like, that's why you're glowing. I know. It's like, I I didn't plan on saying that, but you know what? Why not? I And I also wanted to share that because I, I'm about to be 32. So for all of you guys who ask, like, oh, my God, I'm scared to be 30. Like, what happens? Like, oh, my God, do you turn into a pumpkin when you turn 30? Like, I feel the hottest that I've ever felt. I'm having the best sex of my life and I'm happier with my career than it's ever been. So don't be afraid to age, you guys. No, that's what happens when you turn 30. You have better sex. Yeah, it's I really really believe that like I didn't I used to say I only started having good sex in my mid-20s but now it's shifted again and I'm like oh my god this is like I'm, oh my god I need to hear more about that offline I'm blushing it's just like it's insane I'm so happy <laughs> um okay so so let's let's dive into it well so okay I wanted to talk to you about this for a while we'll we'll, we'll ease in where do you stand on guys um liking instagirls pics you know what mm. get this question a lot okay my boyfriend follows instagram models i saw him liking bikini models like this and that do right. you think that that's appropriate do you think it's a betrayal because it's it's a blurry line with social media now i think it's a little sloppy i yeah. do like we all stalk like, we we probably stalk insta models For sure. as women For you sure. know but like you don't need to be the person liking and commenting on the photos it's just a bad look 100 percent agree for me i don't think it's like quote quote wrong but if a person I was dating was like consistently liking other girls Instagrams it would just turn me off and let them know, let me know that they're not I don't know it would just be a turn off yeah for me. it's just like a little disrespectful unless they're <laughs> friends with them and they're hyping them up right there's not really a reason exactly exactly okay to take it well so we agree on that one that one was easy <laughs> what about let's dive in porn <laughs> like this might take a while because this is obviously 
different, but how do you feel about significant others watching porn? How do you feel about mm. porn in general? I'm actually so supportive of porn generally. Yeah. Like yeah. I am so fine. I was just away from my husband for a weekend and mm -hmm. I was watching porn when I was away. He was watching porn when I was away. Yeah. Like that's totally fine. But I once tried to watch porn with him yeah. during sex and I felt like, and it's hard to articulate this, but yeah. like, you know, those like POV videos. Yeah. We were watching one and it felt kind of like he was like, even though he wasn't, it felt like he was envisioning the, the, girl, the girl and just like, not that I was a whole, but you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I get it. It, it. it became a little uncomfy. Yeah. So I think, yes, porn is fine. And the worst thing that you can do if you're in a relationship is make your partner feel like they're not allowed to watch porn because then they're going to really watch porn. I totally agree with you. I have been learning more and more about the porn industry lately. I have a summer of travel coming up, you guys. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. I will be going to Mexico. I will be going to Cannes in France again. I am going to um, Easton for a wedding on the Eastern Shore. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. And I'm also, of course, going to Mykonos. It wouldn't be a summer if I didn't go to Mykonos. I also just got back from Cabo. It was an incredible trip for one of my friend's bachelorettes. I realized that I could have made so much money hosting while I was away on Airbnb. I have a few friends who Airbnb their homes while they travel a lot because, you know, my friend group, we're millennials. We, we love to travel. We love to be gone. And they make so much extra money. And just while they're gone. Sometimes they even tell me that they are paying for their vacations with the money that they're making on Airbnb while they're away. And that's the kind of efficiency that I really really love. I love a side hustle. I know a lot of my listeners, a lot of my followers are always looking for uh, easy ways to make extra cash. And while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com slash tinks. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is 
is a boost, all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Scent is such a strong sense, isn't it, you guys? There are certain scents that evoke memories and transport you back to being on the beach during your favorite vacation. Oh my gosh. I just love those scents where you smell them and you're like, oh, it's summer. Summer is here. I feel so good. I feel like I'm on the beach having a lovely time. Osea's Andaria Algae Body Oil smells like summer bottled with all-natural uplifting notes of mango, mandarin, grapefruit, lime, and cypress. But it's not just about the elevated scent. This body oil is clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and deeply moisturize, leaving skin silky and soft. It's rich yet never greasy and clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity. It visibly firms and makes skin feel more sculpted and toned, and it leaves skin silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. It delivers that coveted post-vacation glow like you just returned from a tropical getaway. And right now, you can get 10% off your first order with our code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. So you guys, I use the Andaria Algae Body Oil almost every day because I have a thing about having really soft skin. It's just like my thing. I'm obsessed with it. And when I get out of the shower, I like to put it on while my skin is still a little wet so it really absorbs. And when I tell you that it makes my limbs look so glowy, I absolutely love it. The smell is also just like a spa. I'm obsessed with Osea. You know I've been a fan of this brand for years. I trust them completely. There's nothing weird in their products. They are have so much integrity and I love that they're family founded and run. Get healthy glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code TINKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OSEAMalibu.com and use code TINKS for 10% off. I'm trying to like ethically consume porn. I know that sounds like whatever. Like, yeah, I'll stop placing judgment on myself. But I listen to all these podcasts that my followers sent me about, you know, the industry. And I'm like, wow, should I start honestly paying for OnlyFans? Because I I will come out and say it like I like porn. Yeah. And I, when I'm not with someone like I like to watch it. But I found out that like a lot of porn, or a lot of sex workers do not get properly compensated for their work and so i'm i'm trying to figure out and then one of my followers sent me this site that's like belessa or something yeah 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 yeah. and i'm like very into that now because it feels like it's more ethical and i think that they do get compensated fairly so i i do like porn i like to watch it it doesn't bother me what kind of porn do you like I like lesbian porn. Like I knew every you other, did. Yeah. I knew you did. Um, yeah, like like ninety nine percent of other yeah. straight cis women out there, um, and it doesn't bother me at all for my partner to watch porn. The only thing I'll say is that I think 
there is a negative long-term connotation for men to watch porn too early because I do think that it makes them think sex is different than it is. And to our point about not having sex uh, well and or not having good sex until I'm a little bit older, I know for me, watching porn when I was younger did negatively impact how I thought sex should go. Oh, yeah, me too. I remember the first time I ever had sex. I had like I was just trying to emulate porn. Same. same. It was so awkward. Yeah. Actually, the first time I ever had sex, I laid on top of the guy. (laughs) I didn't know that like you had to like sit. You know, I laid. (laughs) Yeah, because it doesn't like it's not real. Yeah. For me, how it how it kind of presented was like I was so performative for honestly the first five years that I was having sex. I just thought you were supposed to scream and moan and like and like I that's why I didn't have an orgasm from sex until I was I think I was like 23. Yeah. Um, And I just. I didn't I was so obsessed with male validation and I'm I'm totally okay to say that now that I look back I'm like wow all I wanted was to be told that I did a good job like all I wanted was to be quote good in bed and the irony is that actually when I started asking for what I wanted and like stopped trying to sound like you know screaming and whatever right. is actually when I feel like I got good at sex because I don't think in real life anyone does want to have sex with someone who's like screaming and like you no, know just like not no. not saying what they want like I think communication is really the foundation of yeah, good and sex a real man wants you to enjoy sex I have totally. to, I have to ask I know this is your podcast but I need to know what positions are you able to have Mission. an orgasm yeah missionary obviously okay and but then, that's not obvious that's hard oh, for a lot of women really yeah most women only come when they're on top so this is a big topic that my followers we can talk about this now wait and then also on top yeah on top makes sense because like you're doing the motion in the yeah, ocean the rock like and that. dock yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> But then how do you come during missionary? Like, are there fingers involved as well? No, it's just like a lot of friction. Okay. <laughs> so it's the same kind of thing, just flopped yeah, around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I like it because I like to feel the weight on me. Like, mm. and it's just like, I like to be very like cozy and held, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Wait, what, what positions can you come from? Only on top. Okay. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah, I once like came really close in... I don't know what to call the position, but where you're lying down in your stomach and they're like yeah. behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so I like this position called the finisher. Well, that's what we call it. I don't know what it like what it really is, but I'll be like on my stomach with my leg cocked to the side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can that's kind of hot. look back. That's mm-hmm. one of the hottest positions, I mm-hmm. think. But I can't come from it. Um, And so the other day on Instagram, I was having a conversation with my followers about um, like orgasms. And I, I just... I am so shocked at how many women feel badly that they can't orgasm and how many of them are just having trouble. And so what do you think? Why do you think that is? What can we do to dispel any misinformation? I think it was like a crazy thing. Someone DM'd me that was like 80 percent of women can't come from penetration or something like that. It's It's horrible. Well, I think the reason is because they don't necessarily spend enough time with their own body yeah. making themselves come without a guy or a girl or whatever yeah and I think the way that I was able to translate it like when I wasn't having an orgasm the first few years I was having sex yeah like it was only once I got to college and like had a partner who actually cared yes and that's crucial and then I knew like I'm a weird masturbator I use um this is this is so niche and creepy but I use like a sheet 
and a I sheet? hump a sheet kind of. Wow. Like I can't, I can't get off from like fingering myself. Wow. Okay. It's like more of a humping thing. Which, okay. Like a lot of people do yeah. shockingly. Yeah. And so, but it, but the sensation is like the motion or what did you yeah. call it? Rock Friction. and knock. Fr- oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so I knew that once I was having sex, I had to do that same friction on top of a guy yeah. in order to have an orgasm. Yeah. So that's how I was able to like translate it. Yeah. I think that I, I there's still so much shame surrounding masturbation and I get so sad because I think still probably three times a week I'll get a question that's like I feel really ashamed when I masturbate and I just like if there's one thing I can do that we can do from this episode like please you guys it's so important because it's really about like orgasm equality and Lindsay's right the way that you know how to come is well first of all it helps if you have a partner who cares because the same thing for me I didn't come from sex and then my first boyfriend out of college he I will never forget it we were having sex in my apart in my apartment in San Francisco one Saturday morning and I came from sex and I like started crying I like ran out I told my roommates and I was like I can't believe it and he was like I knew he was like I knew from how like making you come other ways that this is this is how we how I would do it and I was like so touched I honestly think that that's like the most romantic thing that someone's done for me because he like cared you know but also the bare minimum like we should be (laughs) literally we should be expecting every partner to want to make us come yes you guys should yeah it's also our responsibility yeah and what i mean is like you have to know how you come yeah you so can't the, necessarily expect a guy to like do to the know, journey to figure it out and then you do it on them. Exactly. Especially if you're seeing someone more casually, you know, but that's why it's so important to speak up. And I think, you know, a lot of people ask me, how do I ask for what I want in bed? And it's like, you simply say it. I mean, but let's try to give them some practical examples of that. So like, how would you, if you were with a new partner, maybe you're seeing them casually, like how would you bring up your likes and dislikes with them? I would probably, once we started doing bits, as yeah. they say on Love Island. Doing bits, yeah. <laughs> like before sex, but in the bits yeah. world, I would be like, okay, I need, like, I remember when I was first, like, trial and erroring sex yeah. with my husband, I I needed, this is such a weird thing, and I wonder if you're like this, when I was on top, I needed to feel like, kind of like a pouch like like their, like, stomach against me almost, yeah. you know, like, yeah. to be able to, like, start going back and forth. Yeah. And I kind of was like, I need you to like protrude your stomach a little bit. Right, right. So that I can like feel yeah. like friction. Yeah. Yeah. Friction. And so I think you just like the more ruthless and direct that you are about it, the hotter it actually is to receive. Yeah, I agree. As opposed to like going too far and then being, by the way, I I, I forgot to tell you I like blah blah blah. Like yeah. get right into it. Like I yeah. like I was like I only come when I'm on top. So like yeah. when it's time for me to come, like I want to be on top. Like, yeah. Those conversations. And if you are a little bit, you know, like more shy about those conversations, then I think it's just like in your actions like don't fake an orgasm totally because oh my then God. they'll think that they're doing something right and then your whole your whole relationship will be them thinking that they're making you come and it's yeah. just a waste and it's just a, such a waste and it's so and it's really a slippery slope because once you do it once with them then it's like well the their idea of your sexuality is already forming and you can't go back and i will say i've faked orgasms for honestly the first five and a half years of having sex because again going back to like what I saw in porn I was like oh if the dick goes in the vagina like three times with no clitoral stimulation then the girl comes and she screams and she's so happy and looks so beautiful when she's doing it and and that like so that's why when I say I have a complicated like 
relationship with porn. I'm like, I think it can be great and sexy and I love it. But I just wish that people really realize that it's like totally not true often, you know? Um, Anyway, so back to coming from sex. If you guys can't, one of the key ways to do it is to masturbate and to learn your own body. And then you can translate it as Lindsay suggested. But I completely agree with her as well that like the sooner you say it, the better. The sooner, the better. And even if it's just like something that's really hot that I have done is like, Talk about it at dinner. Talk about what you like at dinner. 100% agree. Like, I, like, first of all, they're going to be hard under the table, which is like so hot. So hot. Yeah, same. But like, talk about it. Like, just say it. Yeah. Not on the first date. Like, once you know each other a little bit better, obviously, but like, yeah, yeah, before you have sex. I totally agree. And when people say, like, oh, do you like foreplay? I say, Yes, and I do. But for me, the foreplay starts like at dinner Mm. and like I need a lot of like build up. Like I can't just see someone and like have sex with them unless I'm in a relationship with or whatever. Like I need a lot of like foreplay. Like I think it's so sexy to be at dinner being like, what do you like? What do you not like? And as soon as I got more confident saying that stuff, um, like, for example, I'll I'll say this. I'm kind of well, so I didn't know that this term was only reserved for LGBTQ. Uh, plus community but like I am a pillow princess meaning like I enjoy to take more than I like to give oh I didn't know that <laughs> but anyway you, you, like, I didn't it, know that term yeah it's not for cis straight women because I, I actually learned that on TikTok so the more you know correct myself you know it's it's um generally reserved for lesbian queer women um but anyway like I'm now I say that and you would think that that would like if you told me when I was 25 like oh I'd be sitting at dinner being like yeah like I love to be eaten out like mm-hmm. to a guy, I'd be like, I would be like, oh my god, no! Because when I was twenty five, I was all about like, I love giving blowjobs, like, oh my god, like I love doggy style, uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And now I'm like, honestly, like I, you need to go down on me like all the time. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's how it should be yeah. because you know how I feel about guys. Like in a hetero relationship, the guy should like the girl a little bit more. Yes, and that translates to sex. The guy should be doing a little bit more to yeah. the woman. Like Agreed. we do enough. We do. We, we do enough. We literally. Do enough. Um, okay. This is an interesting one. How do you, I think, again, a lot of my younger followers are stressed about the condom question Mm. and the STD testing. And I, my advice is just simply, you know, if you want to make it like a flirty thing with the STD test, be like, you know, when is your last test? Like, I'm not going to be able to have sex with you the way that I want to, unless I know that you're good. Um, or sorry, not good, but free of STDs because we're trying to change the language around. Absolutely yeah. no shame. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no shame. Do you have any other sexy ways that you can ask about testing or condoms or that kind of thing? I think that the conversation shouldn't necessarily be in the moment because that's when I you agree. can like lose sight of what you actually want. And then you might agree to like not use a condom because they're like, pushing it or whatever i think it should be ahead of like again when you're doing bits before the condom comes into play right and you're like by the way just making sure you have a condom for like later or whatever or like for when i do decide yeah um you can also bring your own condoms that's like something that women are scared to do because they think it's going to make them look slutty but it doesn't it makes you look really smart i remember one of the first times i had sex with a person in the past I didn't use a condom and it's a big regret. And like, I have, a, I 
I don't know if I currently have HPP, HPV, but I got HPV mm-hmm. and I'm still like thinking in my head that it's from this one time. But I remember I didn't use a condom and I didn't ask him to use a condom or anything like I just didn't want to be difficult. Totally. And, like that's what unfortunately you know it's like how we apologize in emails like i didn't want to be difficult and so i remember later on he was like i was we started dating like officially and he and we were reflecting on early moments and he was like i was kind of taken aback that you never asked me to use a condom like i thought that was kind of a red flag wow and i was like whoa yeah like the joke is on fucking me yeah because i thought that i was being like cool chill girl yeah but i was actually like looking pathetic yeah because i had no self-respect that's that's a really powerful story and i think it's so true and um yeah i definitely resonate with the not wanting to be difficult thing it's it's so true for so many women people are just like oh i you know i don't want to make a fuss right it's exactly. like you are about to give your body to a man like it's they're they're fucking like the best day of their life like and and i agree now when I, now that i'm older i'm like it's so cool to to care about your sexual health and and to care it's it's honestly an extension of your self-worth because it says no i care about you you know i think i care about you whatever but i care about myself and my health more and i i don't really i i used to have so much like anxiety i i i get it why my followers are like oh my god it's so embarrassing like i get it because i used to have that too but now i'm like you need to show me a test like i honestly need to see it exactly and i think it's less about like you need to show me a test so that we can go condomless yeah and more about like you need to show me a test so that you like show me that you care about yourself and that in this me asking you i'm showing you that i care about myself yeah and like if you really want to go condomless like do you like i'm not gonna you know come for you but make sure that like you've said when was the last time you were tested can you show me I'll show you yeah like yeah and and condom yeah that's a good one for later I know and and god and there are some condoms that feel fine yeah and don't believe a guy who's like I can't come with a condom and don't believe a guy who says like I like they don't fit me like yeah that's the cheese what I've never experienced a guy saying that but that's disgusting oh my god who who have I been fucking (laughs) literally guys with big dicks apparently I'm like there's magnums relax bro yeah um okay what about what about nudes and sexting i mean my followers know i'm obsessed with nudes like it's a main way that i turn myself on i love nudes but i've had a situation where i had to send a cease and desist to a guy's house who was threatening me with nudes shut yeah it was fucking nuts that's so scary it was wild so what i will say is that like you have to trust this person. If this person has red flags in other areas of their life, yeah. then do not send them nudes. Do not. Yeah. But and also if yeah. you're under 18, don't because it's illegal. I'm exactly. saying that really seriously now. If you're under 18, don't even listen to this episode, honestly. <laughs> yeah, turn it <laughs> off. You shouldn't be having sex. Um, but yeah, I think definitely trust them. But I, I also think that nudes are kind of like an a, a branch of masturbation because it can like really help you know your body and like feel sexy and to turn yourself on and um and just kind of like appreciate your body and like yeah it really uh, great for body acceptance and positivity and neutrality and just it i don't know they really turn me no i agree and i wonder if what you think of this i would say don't send nudes to somebody that says send nudes oh 
a thousand percent. Yeah, but send nudes when they like are deserving of it because they didn't ask and like you trust them. You guys, you know, that is such a good new Lindsay rule that we are adopting (laughs) right now. That is that's fantastic. Cosign 100 percent. I know I love to send one like just out of the blue. Exactly. So hot. Mm -hmm. And then like this is an obvious answer. But yesterday someone asked me, um, I sent a picture of my boobs to a guy and he didn't respond. I was like, never (gasps) talk to them again. Again. Like ever. Again. A lot of people ask what what is the correct response to a nude? If you so you send you feeling trustworthy, you feel and just into a new partner, you send them a sexy picture. What do you what in your mind the, is the best response? The bare minimum response yeah. is like a million fire emojis. Yeah, yeah. But the maximum is like holy shit, like yeah. I can't believe like how hot you are. Yeah. Like I'm hard under my desk yeah. in, right this moment. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't wait to come home and like <laughs> rip your clothes off. You're turning me on. <laughs> Um, do you like a dick pic? I do like a dick pic, but my husband would never send one. And it's like our thing. Like, I'm like desperate to get a dick pic of his and he will never take one. He will never send one. Like, I'm convinced it's because he wants to run for president. I I can't think of another reason. Right, right, right. But I do like a dick pic. Do you? Love. I like mm-hmm. a video with sound. I'm I'm oh, like, wow. yeah, but I and I'm just tr- being self-aware. I think a little bit of that is that I like the power rush. Mm-hmm. I like to see, you know, it turns me on to know that they're turned on by me and whatever and, and to have that. But yeah, I love a dick pic. Oh, my God. But most people don't. And no, that's OK. And that's OK, too. And and honestly, it's like really only in the past couple of years that. I've been more comfortable with my sexuality that I'm like, yeah, I get that most people don't like them. I do. And it does it. You know, it turns me on. God, it feels so like liberating to finally just know what I like. And it's it's so crazy because I think it's such a common experience for straight cis women to not really come into their sexual own until a little bit later. It's so true. How do you feel about filming yourself? with a guy or just alone or I like love it but like what do you have you done it and then what do you do with the video to like make sure that it doesn't become a sex tape this is a really interesting conversation that we're gonna have now but first of all I I can't lie I love it like I literally it's like one of the first things that I when when I do have that like pre-conversation I'm like this is really really turns me on like I really like this it just is really fun um but then there's always the question of like who keeps the video, like whatever. Um, so I always do it on my phone. And if I really, really trust my boyfriend or whoever, like maybe I'll send them a little clip, but it's for me. So a conversation that I have with my followers all the time is like, do you expect that if you break up the other person to delete all your nudes? They would never. They would never. There's no way. Yeah. And if they said that they would, they're lying. They haven't. Yeah. I, I mean, I will be honest. I don't delete old nudes that I've received or old dick pics I is that wrong no it's it's not wrong at all I don't I haven't received a dick pic when I've had like this phone so I don't have any but like if I had I just know that every single one of my exes has my nudes and there's nothing I can do about it does that bother you um this sounds kind of sick but no like it kind of like makes me happy knowing that like they're like either married or like have girlfriends and they still have my nudes yeah because I'm like sick in the head but I also like I wouldn't want my husband to have nudes of people exactly yeah I yeah I feel the same and there's like a tiny bit of like double standard ishness with my thoughts on this 
I feel like it's fine. But I'm also like a respectful, sensible person where meaning I would never look at those pictures if I was in a relationship with a guy, yeah. you know, and I would never do anything with them, of course. So it's like, it's just, why can't everybody just be sensible, you know? Yeah, but actually on that note, I got this question recently, like, is it okay to masturbate to not yes. your partner? Yeah. And yes, I actually think there's no harm in masturbating to like an ex. I'm not saying that like, I I just don't think that we they, we should put so much weight on it. Like, it's just like a past experience. It's normal to use past experiences to have an orgasm. Totally. Regardless of what they are. It doesn't mean that you want to, like, pursue that. A hundred percent. And I'll even, I I mean, sometimes I think about, see, there's no shame, guys. Listen, like, sometimes to reach orgasm when I'm having sex, I will think about having sex with someone else. Yeah. Not that I'm not into the person I'm having sex with, but it's like, for women, it's a lot more mental. Like I, right. ne- I need to visualize something. Like very rarely am I just like literally in the moment. Like uh, there's a lot of mental gymnastics that goes into me reaching or- orgasm, and sometimes I'll think about a really hot time in the past. And is that that different than a man watching porn? No, and that's no. why women listening to this episode who are like, my man is never watching porn. Well, I bet you've masturbated to someone that you've had sex with in the past. One hundred percent. Drop it. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that there needs to be a lot less shame around masturbation and a lot less judgment. Like, stop. Like, I think as women, we're constantly doing two things. We're doing whatever we're doing, and then we're placing a ton of judgment on it and being like, oh, well, why did I do that? And this and that and that. And and I think you just, when it comes to sex, you have to just quiet the noise and be like, okay, what turns me on? Like, what's good for me? Like, how can I act? Like, how do I feel sexy? How do I feel good? Okay, how many times a week do you have sex so on a good week i like to have sex like four to five times yeah but it's hard yeah it's hard like i was the first person to be like you should be having sex every day like Mm -hmm. blah 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 like really talking to myself Mm -hmm. but when you're in your 30s especially like there are so many things that get in the way yeah and it's hard to find a te- like my husband has his own company. Yeah. I work for myself. So we're always working. So yeah. to find that cutoff time, it's not like nine to five and then five he comes home. Right. And then we have that. I love a before dinner sex. Yes. But that's harder to achieve. Yeah. These days. Yeah. Um, ideally in on a good week, like we're having sex four to five times. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? And how long have you been together? We've been together. It'll be three years in January. Okay. Yeah. I, a question that I, that, that we get a lot is like, I've been with my husband for like 10 years. Like, how do I spice it up? And yeah. it's like, it's, it's a challenge because I've been in long-term relationships before and it's like, yeah, you like after the, the honeymoon period, you're like, okay, life gets in the way. And it's just like, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just so, it's so hard. And I think like, also, to our point, women's sexualities really do evolve and like our needs change and our wants change. So for our long term relationship baddies yeah. out there, do you have any tips for reigniting the flames? A lot of reigniting happens on trips and like through experiences. So yeah. Like it's always that trip. Like if you see a couple who's been together for a while, like yeah. going on a trip, you know they're about to fuck for like yeah, the first time sure. in a while. Yeah. So that will do it. Yeah. I think also experiment with new things. Like I have a friend Smart. who she's been with her husband forever and they just 
started doing what's the um stuff that you like put in your butt oh like butt beads. plugs oh like, anal beads yeah, yeah. anal beads they yeah. just started working with anal beads and honestly that. they're loving it yeah and so like trying like leaning into the weird or what you've always wanted to experience yeah that's good playing advice. out like those fantasies yeah. um you know i have another couple who had a third yeah one night and that is definitely controversial i mean you have to really be ready for that i know people ask that i haven't had a threesome mm-hmm. I, n- neither I, but it's like I do want to have that experience, I think, before I die. Yeah. I do. I don't know when it will happen. But Me too. I, I think I want to you know, 100%. be fun. Um, and, and I think I'm almost like I'm not saving it, but I do think like, okay, in the back of my mind, I'm like so like I'm planning. I'm such a planner that I'm like that might be a way that I do reignite it with my husband or whatever. Totally. Um, but you know, obviously everyone has different comfortability levels and it's totally fine. There was actually a really funny story. I I think you're friends with her, but Jenny Mullen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, in, in her book or something, she said this story about how she, like, it was Jason's, her husband's birthday. Yeah. And she, like, wanted to be a good wife. And so she was like, I'm going to get, like, a third. Yeah. I'm going to, like, get this woman, yeah. you know? And she got this woman... And she was like really excited about it too, but then the woman ended up being like really unattractive in, to her, oh. and and to her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it was like it was like a punishment. Like he like had to and like. Did they do it? No, I I don't think so. But God, it was like a hysterical so story. But I think I think the bottom line, and I I feel like your followers need to hear this, is that like you don't have to be this like crazy sexual yes. being who like yes. likes all these crazy sex positions and just like does these things like. That's not, first of all, what every man wants. Agree. At all. And second of all, and I heard this from Shan Boudram, who's also a great like mm-hmm. sex positive person that people should check out. Vanilla is a delicious flavor. I love that. I love that so much. Oh my God. I, I agree. I recently just told my followers like missionary is my favorite position because it is. And I'm just like, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like it, yeah. missionary sex gets a bad vanilla gets a bad rap like consistent good loving nourishing amazing sex where both people are coming is like fantastic totally but i would say vanilla but like be open to toppings like ah, i love that so <laughs> vanilla much would be open to toppings meaning like it, it it would suck to i'd imagine to a guy if they were with someone who liked only vanilla sex and then also didn't let them watch porn didn't let yeah. them be open to saying their sexual fantasies yes. didn't let them blah 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 like yeah it's like you can be both. Yes, you can. Wow, I love that so much. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, should we talk about sex toys? We have a few more. We oh, have yeah. A few more Let's men's. do it. So I love a vibrator. Like, I am a vibrator connoisseur. I am obsessed with them. Um, and by the way, if you guys are having trouble orgasming or masturbating or you, you don't know how to masturbate, a toy is a great way to start because it's pretty self-explanatory. You just, you know, whatever. Um do you like a sex toy? So here's where we disagree. Finally, mm-hmm. I don't. Bad. Yeah, I don't think that there's anything wrong with them, but I yeah. personally don't like yeah. a sex toy. Yeah. Well, one thing I will say is, um, I, I if I use my vibrator for like two or for like a week in a row, I find it far more difficult to come from sex, and that is something that I like really take into account when I have a partner because I'm like it does mess me up, and I really like coming from sex or like from being with someone. So I. I need like a week and then a week off if I'm going to yeah. be with someone because otherwise I'll just do it manually. You know, yeah. people say it desensitizes. It, yeah. It, but and it and it's almost like 
there's levels to orgasms, as you know. And like when I come from a vibrator, it's so fast. It's like two minutes. And it's like it's honestly like when I'm really stressed out and I just want to like go to sleep and like relax or whatever. Um, but I but it's like the quality isn't good. And then when I come from sex, like with someone that I'm into, it's just like insane. So again, and then I would say when I do it with my hand, it's like in the middle. Yeah, I think that if you are using the vibrator during sex, like that can be really fun. So that's something that I want to ask you about yeah. because my, the followers want to know how do you how do you ask? And I'm like, just see, it's so funny. In my in my younger years, again, I would have never done this. Now I just pull it out. And I'm like, I'm gonna play with this. Like, okay, but like, I, yeah. How can how can they ask? I would try first to have sex without the yes, toy and, and then like if you're not coming or like blah 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 you can be like well like I know a, a an easy way for yeah for me to come yeah so like let's work with this and then maybe we can figure out a way to like do what this is like emulate what this is doing yes. and yes. then we won't need it but yeah. the worst thing you can do I actually remember um a friend of mine a guy friend of mine told me this story about how a, he was having sex with a woman and she made him basically like holds the vibrator on her for like 40 oh, minutes God. like it was like basically she she was using him to help her masturbate and yeah. that's not fun no like that's that was Miz for him yeah 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 so I think I think just making sure you're not I don't want to use the word emasculating but like you're not making the the guy feel useless in, yeah in the presence of the vibrator like let get him involved a little bit totally make him feel like he has a purpose in at least holding it yeah or moving yeah. it yeah and, and it's fun to do it. it it is fun to do it if it's really like integrated into the sex as well so like maybe you know a fun way to do it because someone did ask me specifically how like if you are on top and then you can have the guy hold it on your hold the vibrator on your clit and then that's like a great way to come too exactly like while he's yeah. inside you yeah i think that it's very fun um and you guys know that my favorite vibrator is the goop vibrator it is really pricey but it's truly the best like i've never i've never gone back after that one the one with the pink ball on one end fabulous um Lindsay, this has been phenomenal this is so fun you're we have to do it again already i'm already plotting our next i'm visit. i'm horny now i'm horny like <laughs> definitely you're you're gonna get have sex tonight i hope i have sex tonight i hope a lot of people out there have wonderful comfortable amazing sex which results in orgasm if you guys have follow-up questions please email us because we're definitely going to do this again if you haven't listened to Lindsay's podcast you need to go now i'm going to link it in the show notes she's also a great follow on instagram uh, she's just all around wonderful person who, as you can tell, just adds so much to people's lives, including mine and now yours. So thank you again. This was fantastic. Thank you. This I will so nice. see you guys next time. Lots of love. Bye. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is is a boost all right. I love that. 
Look for Smart Energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show us how Smart Energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. Have you heard about Roback Activewear? Well, let me introduce you. You may have seen that subtle dog logo on your man's polos, hoodies, or Q-zips, but now Roback is growing their women's line. They strive for the best fit and best feel. I am so glad that Roback is now doing women's wear as well because they really have it down when it comes to super soft athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me, I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code Tinks on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R. H-O-B-A-C-K dot com. That's 20% off with the code TINKS.